Hiya, and welcome to the Full-Time Artist Podcast with me, your host, artist and creative mentor, Nick Everest. This potty is here for all of you creative humans who are wanting to build your creative practice into a life of abundance, ease, and where you can work your passion full-time. Over the past five years, I've built a thriving creative career where I'm now earning more than I ever did in my muggle job as a physiotherapist. I am now helping other amazing creatives turning their passion into their full-time job using my signature framework, The Thriving Artist Method. In this podcast, we look behind the scenes of how I've built my creative career and talk with amazing guests who will help you build yours too. If you're a driven, creative human, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hiya and welcome back to the Full-Time Artist Podcast. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and you're excited for today's episode, which is talking all about your goals and how to reach them sooner. So I really wanted to touch on this subject early on in the podcast because one, it's early in the year, it's a great time to be setting goals. And I think there's a real vibe out there that February is the new January. I know for myself and a lot of the creative humans in my world that January just was a little bit (laughs) of a whirlwind. There was a lot going on. Uh, So I know that a lot of the creative humans that I mentor and the people around me were really setting goals in February. And I think that it's really important to be setting goals and having that clarity on your creative career because I truly do believe this helps you build your creative career a hell of a lot sooner because you have that focus, you have that clarity. So I wanted to jump into this topic today so that we can put down some really key, really simple steps so that you can be building those goals and identifying where you should be spending your time, right? And at the end of this episode, or probably all throughout, I'm going to be sharing with you a very exciting three-day challenge that's happening in the Full-Time Artist Collective starting next week on February 21st. We are running this challenge, which is called The Thriving Not Starving Artist. And this challenge is all about setting those key foundational steps and getting really clear on the action steps you need to be taking over the next few months to really be focusing on and building your creative career. I think that this challenge is a perfect addition to this podcast today and the podcast episodes that we've already done this year because it's really going to cement those steps that you need to be taking and We're going to be talking about, you know, why it's so important to bring your unique self into your craft and how to achieve this. We're going to be talking all about nailing your practice and different strategies and techniques to really build in that consistency in your practice. And we're also going to be talking about key strategies for you and your unique creative career on how to build that audience that's going to be there to support you um, and those collectors, right? So I think this challenge is going to be so fun. I'm going to be showing up live every day on the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday at 11 a.m. to riff on one of these key foundational steps. And I just I really do think if you've, you know, want to be really making 2022 your best creative year yet, then this is such an opportunity for you to gain that clarity, to gain that insight and to really be making big steps forward this 
yeah. So <laughs> have I talked it up enough? It's completely free. So join me in the Full-Time Artist Collective. I am going to put in the show notes how to join the challenge as well, the link there. But if you join the Full-Time Artist Collective, all the information is in that group as well. I would love to have you with me. Okay, so that's enough about the challenge. Today, we're going to be talking about goals, why it's important to be setting them and how to go about this, right? So first of all, I think it's really important to identify why we need to be setting goals. This is something that I totally avoided when I left my physio career and tried to build my creative career. I think in the health world and in a lot of the business worlds out there, setting goals is sort of really (laughs) nailed into us through all our our study and the importance of it and setting smart goals and all these sorts of things. And I really wanted to stray away from that because, you know, I didn't like the structure. I was, you know, I was like, no, I'm doing building a creative career. You know, I want it to flow naturally. And I really wanted to, you know, sink into that, the flow of that creativeness and, you know, not really focus on that businessy structure, masculine side of, of my work. But what I've realized over the years is that by having those goals and, by setting them and making them really clear, it, sim- it really helps to just give you clarity on the direction you want to go. It helps you identify the opportunities that you want to say yes to and the opportunities you, you want to say no to. Because often what can happen, especially when we're in the start of our creative career, when we're building, when we're not really sure what direction we want to go in, we can be saying you know yes to all of these different opportunities And while that's really great to learn what we love, to, you know, try out different things, to network and make different connections, I think that sometimes we can do that too much. And what ends up happening is we flounder around in the early stages of so many different avenues that we never take real steps forward in any of those different avenues, right? So maybe we're you know painting and and building collections of work but then we got get opportunities to paint murals but then we get opportunities to license our work out but then we get opportunities to make prints then we get opportunities to do commissions and we and we sort of are in the very start level of so many different areas that it's really hard to sink our teeth in and take steps forward in any of those areas right so i think if we can get really clear on our goals like where we ultimately want to see our creative career, then we can focus on and really sink our teeth into one journey at a time and be building that so that then, you know, once we've got some momentum, once we're bringing in some income from this one lane, then we can also diversify and get into this other lane as well, right? And this doesn't mean that we put the blinkers on and we only focus on painting for collections or we only focus on commissions. It's just, I think it's really important to have one thing that we're mainly focusing on and there can be other things that are, you know, in the in the works, in the background like that. I totally think that it's good to sort of have a, a few different things that, you know, are, are slowly building in the background, but having one key focus means you're going to be taking more steps forward in that area, right? And what setting goals does is it, it keeps you motivated. It allows you to see the progress. It helps you be really clear on where you've come from to where you are. Early on in my creative career, I was making progress, but because I was so sort of 
you know, very unclear about what my goals were, what direction I wanted to go in. It was hard to identify that process. So it felt like I was doing all this work and getting nowhere. And I think that can happen. This is something I actually was talking about with my creative humans in my mentoring program last week is we can often forget to celebrate ourselves, especially when we're in small business, when we're working maybe by ourselves, if we don't have team members, we don't have that external validation from our bosses, from our colleagues. And so it's really important to celebrate ourselves when we are ticking off our action steps, when we are achieving our goals. But if we're not setting goals and if we're not setting action steps, that can be really muddled and really hard to identify. So staying motivated is also a really important um, factor when we're setting those goals, right? And what also can happen is it allows us to set really, (laughs) really scary, big, juicy, exciting goals and then be able to break them down to make them more manageable. Something I see so often is that in the creative world, in many different, you know, small businesses is we can, you know, instead of setting those really big goals that we, you know, would just love to achieve that we'd love to see ourselves doing, we set goals that we think, you know, well, all I want is to be making the bare minimum so I can support myself or all I want is to, you know, sell one artwork in the next couple of months or get one commission. We just, we set really small goals where you know we think we're going to achieve them because the big scary ones where it's like I want to be booked out for commissions every single year I want to be exhibiting at this my absolute favorite gallery by the end of this year I want to have that booked in you know they can seem too big and too scary so by setting goals and then breaking them down into action steps it makes them more manageable right And I want to put this here too, because I really see this so often is if we don't set those big, scary goals, then the chances of us progressing and achieving those just, they don't exist, right? There's this really sweet um, quote that my sister, when I was in year 12 and studying for my exams or whatever, she did this quote for me and I always get it wrong, but it was something along the lines of reach for the stars because even if you don't make it, you're going to land on the moon, right? And basically it's like, you know, if you reach for the moon, yeah, sure, you'll, you may land on the moon, but there's no chance you're going to land on the stars because you're not even aiming for that. So if you aim really big and exciting, then you're going to have more drive. You're going to be more motivated. You're going to put yourself out there more. You're going to you know, have more determination to get out of that comfort zone and to try a lot harder to get to those to reach the stars. Right. But if you only you know, aim for the moon, then you're probably not going to have as much motivation, as much determination and much willingness to get out of your comfort zone because that goal is a lot smaller. So I just want to put that in there is that when we're setting our goals, dream big. Like, I think that's really important to dream big. And then even if we don't reach those big, scary, big, amazing goals, we're going to be a lot closer than if we just kept our dreams really small, right? Okay, so that's why I think goals are really important. And now we're going to talk a little bit about how to make them. How do we go about this process? How do we make this fun and exciting and not super boring? So I think 
I think it's really important when we're looking at our creative goals to really incorporate our life as well. So it's not just our creative career we're making goals for, but we want to see how this is going to fit in with our life, how this is going to fit in with our lifestyle and our future goals of where we want to live, how we want to, do we want to be having a family? Do we not want to be having a family? Do we want to travel lots? Do we want to own our own home? Do we want to live by the beach? Whatever it is, incorporating those life goals can really help, you know, into our creative goals as well, can really help with that motivation and creating that life by design. Yeah. That, that life that we really want to see ourselves living. And I talk about this a lot in it on the first day of our challenge, where we talk about our craft and how important is it is to bring our unique self into our craft. And this all feeds into creating these unique goals just for us. And so the first step is really getting clarity on where you, where you see yourself in 10 years, where you want your life to be, how, like, what is the ultimate, you know, day-to-day world that you live in? Where do you live? What, who, what sort of people are around you? What do your days look like? And getting really clear on that, I think is the really important step number one. And this for some people might be something you've never even thought of. Like you've never looked that far into the future. You've never really got that clarity of, okay, I would love every morning to wake up, have a coffee, spend my morning in the garden, you know, work for the afternoon and then go see my family for dinner or whatever it is. Like I think getting specifics about what your life looks like can really help get keep that drive. Uh, and this is absolutely where like a board, like a mood board or like a manifestation board where you pop up pictures of your dream life, pop it in your studio space can really help with that motivation. Yeah. Okay. So sitting down and getting really clear on that is step number one, do that far into the future, 10 years. And then you can start looking at, okay, in the next one year, if I'm in 10 years, I want to be, you know, having exhibitions at the national gallery, or, um, I want to be traveling the world and painting for clients or I want to be, you know, whatever it is with your craft, I want to be making making sculptures with local councils, whatever it is, then you can break it down. And so in the next year, what's what goal do I need to achieve that's going to keep take me on that in that direction? And so it can be okay, well, if I want to be showing, you know, at this gallery, then in the next year I want to, you know, have exhibited at at least one gallery or have be booked in for at least one gallery I want to have you know entered you know three prizes to try and get my name out there I want to have um, released a couple of collections online that I can use when I apply for different galleries or whatever it is so then they can be your you know three goals for your one year you know to achieve in one year and then you'd break that down again into 90 day goals so in the next 90 days, I want, you know, if I'm looking at exhibiting at this one gallery in the next 90 days, how, what do I need to do to create action steps to achieve that? So what, what goal? So it might be that in the next 90 days, I want to have contacted 10 galleries. So then my action steps would be, okay, I need to um, research 10 galleries. I need to get a proposal together. I need to get collection ideas together. I need to go network, go to opening nights. I need to, you know, and then you can really break down your action steps so that it's much less scary. So that big goal of showing at the National Gallery or whatever it is, 
you break it all the way down to like actionable steps that you can do today and you can do next week and you can do next week and then it just turns into a tick box process so that you you still are moving forward in your creative career, right? And another really great benefit of doing it this way is you can break down those action steps into really manageable bites that you can work into whatever your life looks like right now. So if you don't have heaps of time to put towards your creative practice, you can make these action steps really bite-sized so that you know you're still moving forward, but they're super achievable for your life at the minute. So if you don't have heaps of time, then the task for this week is to look up the 10 galleries. Then the task for next week is to go visit two of them. And then, you know what I mean? And then the task for the week after is to start drafting a proposal. So it allows you to make those action steps work for you and in your life. And then this is something that I talk about in the second day of the challenge is how to really get consistent with your practice how to make sure that your creative practice works for you and your unique situation and we get really clear and really heaps of clarity on exactly what we can do for our unique creative careers to take these action steps to build in this consistency and to make it work for us right so I can't speak to this challenge enough. I just know you're going to leave it feeling so clear, so much like less overwhelmed. You're going to know the way forward, the path forward for you and your unique creative career. So anyway, (laughs) I'm just going to keep speaking to it because I just think it's going to be so fun and so amazing. And did I mention it's free? (laughs) Anyway, so there some really key factors on setting goals and why they're so important. And as I touched on earlier, another reason why those goals are so important, because then every time you tick off an action step, that's a little celebration. That's a little win. That's something that you can then, you know, pat yourself on the back about, congratulate yourself about and, and start celebrating because often, especially as we're building a creative career, we can really focus on you know, the things we don't achieve, the negative results. We can feel like we're not getting anywhere. We can, you know, feel like we're getting stuck in in all the, you know, admin and we're not enjoying the creative process. Whereas if we have these clear steps in front of us, then we know that we're moving forward and ticking off those boxes becomes less stressful. It becomes less overwhelming and we can get back to enjoying the process of our creativity because that's why we're in this job, right? It's because we enjoy sharing our inner work with others we we want to create we want to build our ideas there's so much joy and excitement in that process for us so getting clear on this side of things just allows us to really let our creativity run wild (laughs) and not get so overwhelmed with all of this like other businessy admin side of things right And then the other really great part of these action steps and, you know, building these goals is we then are able to start identifying the barriers that come up and the conditioning or the stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't achieve these action steps. So things that come up with me that I've talked about before is like that fear of failure, that fear of being laughed at or, you know, that showing that I don't know what I'm doing or 
that fear of rejection. And so as you're working through these action steps, these stories might start coming up for you. And this is a really great thing because then we can identify these and start working through them. And again, in this challenge that we're doing next week, this is where we can start getting really clear on everyone's barriers, everyone's sort of stories that we tell ourselves are all really different. It depends on our upbringing. It depends on, you know, our life, the people around us, you know, our, um, our genes and how we are as people. So I think it's really important and really valuable to start identifying these stories because then we can start breaking them down and identifying them because often even now those stories still come up for me, but because I'm aware of them, I can manage them more. I can (laughs) flex my positive side, my positive muscle and talk to that other side down. So when I get those sayings, like for me, it's like, Hey, you're just a physio. Who do you think you are being an artist? I can be like, excuse me. (laughs) I have been an artist for five years. I know what I'm doing. This feels a little scary, but I'm, I know I can get through this or, um, you know, with this podcast, like why would people want to listen to you? And it's like, no, I can flex my positive peg and be like, no, I know that I have so much valuable information I can share and that the right people are going to be on the other end of these podcast episodes that really value this information. So put yourself out there and you will reach those people that need to hear this stuff, right? So you can just start flexing that positive side of you when those other, um, you know, stories or whatever come up for you. And they're the barriers often that stop us progressing and moving forward. So to summarize what I have chatted about in this podcast is let sit down. I would so encourage you to sit down and start setting yourself some goals for the next ultimate dream goals for the next 10 years Break that down into one year and then 90 day, 90 day, yeah, three monthly goals and some action steps that you can really take to start moving forward in your creative career. And I think that when you do that, the, the, the admin side, the business side of your work, it starts becoming really clear and less overwhelmed because you, you have steps to follow in your creative career and steps to move forward with. And then you can start identifying if stories or barriers come up for you. You can uh, can start looking at the reason why and working through that. Yeah. And I really, truly believe that one of your very first action steps that you should be popping into your journal is to join this free three day challenge next week, starting on Monday. I'm so excited. I think it's going to be such a vibe. We've already got a bunch of people signed up already and I'm just, yeah, so looking forward to showing up with you all and chatting about these three key foundational steps that I think is so important in your career. And that is knowing your craft, nailing your practice and connecting with your collectors, right? Okay. So that is it from me today. Thank you for being here on the full-time artist podcast. I hope we'll hopefully we'll see you in next week's challenge. If not, I'll be here speaking to you all next week. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm.